0: Hey, thanks for joining us for another message from the City Church. We're a local church in Mississauga, Ontario, gathering in community as we move closer to Jesus. We hope this message from our lead pastor, Brent Coulter, encourages you wherever you're joining us from today. Good morning City Church family. Thank you for joining us for our first Sunday in 2021. We've got a great setup here. Again, I know I have said this so many times in the last little while when I give a big shout out to our worship and production team setting all of this up. Yes. So that we can continue to have church and gather together. We've Got nice, peaceful snow uh, falling outside so it's just a great ambiance this morning as we have church but the best thing that we can do as we start 2021 is pray we've already done that a couple times today but let's just do it one more time father god we just thank you for your goodness we thank you lord that your mercies are new every morning and that is true today God, we just thank you, Lord, for your mercy for this year. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our hearts and in our church and in our city in 2021, and God, we get to be a part of that. We are so excited for all that you're going to do through us as individuals and our family and our church in 2020, and we are, are just expecting for that. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said amen. amen. <clears throat> All right, so as we get started in 2021, I just have a couple pastoral thoughts for you, and then we will get into our new series, which we have called Press On. The title of today's message is Lean In. So make sure you lean in this morning. Make sure you have your Bible, your device open, so take some notes uh, so you're going to have some great thoughts as we head into 2021. So, um, as we mention every year, and I'm going to do it again this year, I recommend to you as you start out the year some sort of Bible reading plan. If you have the Version Bible app, there's a lot of Bible reading plans in there that you can choose from, a lot of different topics. You can read through the whole Bible. You can read through the Old Testament, and the New Testament, different things like that. Um, I'm actually doing two different Bible reading plans this year. I'm doing one in the month of January where I'm reading through the whole Bible in 30 days. But then I also have a, another, um, I'm doing that through the app. And then the second Bible reading plan I'm doing is um, a chronological uh, Bible, physical Bible that I'm going to read all throughout the year. And so as we think about uh, Bible reading, there's two different things that we can think about. We can think about information. It's good to have Bible information, but also formation, that we want the Word of God to form our lives. And as, if you're new to faith, um, I recommend starting with some sort of New Testament Bible reading plan. If you are going to be reading an Old Testament uh, Bible reading plan, remember that the Old Testament is always pointing us to Jesus and our need for a Savior. Because you can go read through the Old Testament, and you're like, this is some crazy stuff If this is a movie it'd be rated r once again though it reminds us that we need a savior and we need jesus the second thing i want to recommend to you is prayer time to have daily prayer time if you want to dust off your uh booklet that we gave you last year the the 21 days of a prayer you can find that i think it's actually still available on our website um, through the links in our, the messages but if you can't find that you can always pray Ephesians one, Ephesians three and Colossians one, set some time aside though. Whether if you're a morning person, do it in the morning. If you're a night person, do it at night, but don't let a day go by where you're not praying. And then the last thing I wanna to recommend to you, not the last thing, just the last thing in this moment is some fasting. Um, you know, Fasting is really just a disconnection from us from food. Prayer connects us to God. Fasting fasting disconnects us from food as our source. Just the last two days I've been fasting dinner, uh, both nights. It's actually not as hard as you think it is. There's different things that you can do. You know, we're coming out of the holiday season. Maybe we should fast sugar. We maybe OD'd a little bit on sugar, or you can do a daily, you know, one day fast or different things like that. There's lots to choose from. As I always say though, if somehow your doctor has told you you shouldn't fast, please don't take condemnation. But for the vast majority of us, we could just take in a few less calories and it's very good for you to do some fasting. Also, I recommend a soul detox. Um, Maybe disconnect from social media if we're gonna be spending some extra time in the word of God and prayer uh, that we would disconnect from the world and some of the thoughts from the world and some of the ways of the world so that we can uh, focus our heart and mind on God. So we want to be intentionally consistent with our prayer time, Bible reading time, with our focus on our relationship with God. All right, so today's message, first message of this series is called Lean In. So as we start this year, some things that I think some simple things that even though church is a little bit different right now, and so might, we might sort of feel uncomfortable in our faith, we can still do all of these things that I'm about to read. We can still lean into growing our faith. Still gathering together on, on a Sunday, just like we're doing right now. Lean into this growth of faith moment. Lead into building healthy, life-giving relationships. We need each other. We need healthy relationships. So let's lean into that. Let's lean into finding ways to serve. You know, a big bunch of our city team right now that you don't have the option to serve on a Sunday, but serving hasn't gone away. We should still carry the heart of a servant everywhere we go so we can serve in our family, we can serve in our job, we can serve in our neighborhood. Let's lean into finding ways to serve. Let's lean into healthy, physical, and spiritual disciplines. I just talked about spiritual disciplines a second ago, but how many of you know good, healthy habits increase energy in our lives? If we invest into physical, physical, Um, Exercise, we know we're gonna reap energy in the same way in our spiritual life. And then also we wanna lean into ways where we can share our faith. It's never been easier to invite someone to church than it is right now. Invite a friend to church, hang out with them in the chat, have a conversation with them, be involved in discipling somebody closer to Jesus. That's what we are all about. Um, And the last thing, and it's gonna be the last point in today's message as well, is lean in to Jesus. He is our savior. He is our Lord. He is the one that God has called us to know. All right, Matthew chapter five, verse six. Let's turn over there. You have your Bibles and your devices. Let's read this verse together. And this is a great jumping off point for us in 2021. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Now, we've come out of the holiday season. Now, does everybody have some sort of favorite holiday food that you like to eat and you think, hey, Christmas time is coming. I am going to eat this. Or, I'm going to have this beverage or whatever the case may be. And what is that? That's a desire. It's a strong desire that we would have. It's something that I'm really hungry for. And that think, take that same thought and think about God. That's what we need to do with our relationship with God. We need to hunger for God, that he is the ultimate thing that I desire. So this is what, when we start out 2021, let's press in, lean into this hunger for God in our lives. Now, when we think about our relationship with God, you know, sometimes it's very easy to, and it's, it's one way that we can say we want to rank order um, who is important in our lives you know and if we're good christians we say god number one and if you're married you know wife number two and if you have kids children number three and then we kind of sequence it that way but let me just offer a different way to think about it if we put god at the center of our lives that god is at the center of who we are as christ followers that all of what we do comes out from that circle so if there's a moment that I'm going to be a husband if I am a husband. I'm still Christ-centered, but my wife is getting my best because I have God at the center of my life. And so we're not rank-ordering it, so somehow, you know, something is number six, like your parents. I don't, know, I, think you, I don't think your parents should be number six, but when you're with your parents, if you have God at the center of your life, you can give your best to my parents who are watching right now, and you can love the people that you're with because God is at the center, and that's what all comes from hungering after God so the, the title of this message today is actually come from this portion of scripture that we're gonna read here in a second and it's coming from Philippians chapter 3 and the book of Philippians is one of the Apostle Paul's prison epistles in other words he's writing from jail And Paul suffered persecution that we will never experience, most likely, in our lives. And the persecution that he was suffering was from preaching the gospel. But from prison, he still had this really amazing attitude, this really amazing outlook on life. And we're going to read it here in Philippians chapter 3. Now, Philippians, this, this church, the church at Philippi, was one of Paul's partner churches that they would help him do his ministry so he called them brothers he you know that he loved them he really had care for the church at philippi so let's just read this uh, chapter 3 verse 1 says this finally my brothers rejoice in the lord to write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you I love what he says here in verse two. He says, look out for the dogs, look out for evildoers, and look out for those who mutilate the flesh. Now, dogs, he's not against dogs. He's not talking about actual dogs. He's talking about people who are dogs, who act like dogs. Evildoers, those that mutilate the flesh, talking about the Judaizers who would come back in and say, yes, you've received Jesus by faith, but now you still have to partake of the Mosaic law. But just this idea, he said, look out, look out, look out that we need to be on the lookout for those things that would be infecting our hearts or affecting our hearts in a negative way, that we would be aware of what's going on on the inside of us from outside influences. Hey, look out, look out for this negative thing, look out for this other negative thing, look at, and we need to be, we're all gonna have different things in different areas of our lives, but we need to be on the lookout for me, what those things are. Verse three, For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. And so Paul, like he said one other place, we are a Jew who is one inwardly. So in other words, our relationship with God does not come from, you know, our our past and, and our ancestry, but it actually comes from faith in Jesus. So that we put our faith in Jesus so we can worship. We're not putting any confidence in our flesh. Verse 4, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. So I love this. This is Paul's sort of spiritual resume. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more, Paul says, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews as a law, a Pharisee, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever I gain I had, I count it as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, Paul says, and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ, and I may be found in him not having a righteousness, of my own that comes from the law but that's what comes through faith in christ the righteousness from god that depends on faith that i may know him and the power of his resurrection i may share in his sufferings becoming like him in his death now if we look back at 2020 we kind of in a unique year for all of us and for different people in differing measures, but we kind of felt like we suffered in 2020. We we didn't get to choose a bunch of things. So many different things happened to us in 2020. And what I would like to submit to you in 21 is that we should happen to 2021. We shouldn't wait just for the world to happen to us, but that we should be found in Christ, doing the ways of God, finding the ways of the kingdom and acting those things out, not just waiting for life to happen to me, but me happening happening to life through God. And so we kind of felt like we suffered, and this is what Paul is describing here. He, He felt like he suffered through some things. Verse 11, by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Thank God for the resurrection of Jesus is actually meaningful for our lives. Verse 12, not that I have already obtained or I'm already perfect. Thank God we are all on a journey. Nobody in the room, nobody watching online is perfect. We are all on a journey of faith. But then he says this, but I press on. Paul writing from jail, suffering for persecution, going through all of these different things that you can read about in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. All the difficulties that he faced in his life. What does he say? I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. God has done something for us in Jesus, and I can press on in my life because of that. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but the one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This Greek word here, press, just means to pursue To run after, to seek after, and pressing on. So, the first thing I want to talk about today as it relates to lean in is that we need to lean in to change. We need to press on from who I was, press on from what I have done, press on from what I know, and we need to leave 2020 in 2020. Don't bring anything forward with you. We're gonna press on to something else. We're gonna press on to what God has for us now. Like we prayed at the beginning, his mercies are new every morning. God is doing a new thing. So whatever those things that you think about in 2020 that are maybe wanna hold you in that moment or hold you in a difficult space or maybe you find yourself in some unforgiveness or some anger or some bitterness, now we're gonna leave 2020 in 2020. We need to lean into the change that God has for us. Hebrews chapter 12 Verse 1 says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin that, so, that clings so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. We need to press on to the race that's in front of us, looking to Jesus, the founder and Perfector of our faith. We're going forward. We're not going back. We can't change the past. Don't lament and just be stuck in the past all the time. God is calling us to press forward. He has a race for us to run. We don't want to be saddled. These two things, weights and sins. And both of those things could be holding us back from running our race. Both of these things could be um, holding us back from pressing on, which God wants us to do. How are we going to do that? We're going to look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. So we need to set some things aside. We need to press away from those things, and then we need to press on to what God has for us. You know, we always make resolutions. We kind of already talked a little bit about resolutions today, and, and one of the things that resolutions are is that we need, we, we realize in ourselves, if we're aware of ourselves, that we need to create some new habits Now, it is difficult to break old habits. Can I get an amen from anyone in the room or online? It's hard to break old habits. You know, this is why addiction is such a big thing in our society right now. But one of the best ways to stop old habits is to create new positive ones. The time that you spent with those negative things, you need to be aware of what those things are, and you need to think, you know what? Instead of that, I'm going to do this. I'm going to invest in my health. I'm going to invest in my spiritual health. I'm going to invest in my body. I'm going to invest in my relationships. This negative weight or sin, this thing that I was doing that was detrimental to my life and my family, I'm going to put that aside. And that time, I'm going to use for something new. I'm going to do something new. And I'm going to create a habit with that. And that's what God would want us to do in 2021, that we would create new habits. So we're going to lean into those changes that God has for us. Second thing is we're gonna lean in to the call of God, that God has called all of us. You know, Samuel who was a famous prophet in the Old Testament. He was instrumental in the choosing of the first kings of Israel. Remember Samuel, um, when he was you know, choosing David, he, all, the, all the sons came by and he was, that was the conversation that he was having with Jesse. And there was one other son, David, he was out in the field, so that was Samuel. Now, at the call of God that we see in Samuel's life was very interesting. We're going to read it here in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 4. The Lord called Samuel. God calls all of us today. God is calling all of us in 2021 to press on, to move forward to the race that he has for us to run. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here am I. And so he ran to Eli, Eli was the high priest. And he said, here am I, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you, go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you, go back and lay down. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here am I, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. For if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as at other times samuel samuel then samuel said speak your servant is listening see this is why i want you to read the scripture this is why i want you to spend time in prayer so that we would have this disposition of heart see god was calling samuel but samuel didn't recognize it didn't didn't sound like his own voice Didn't sound like him. Sometimes we confuse our desires with the voice of God, but it wasn't his own voice. And then he heard it again, and Eli gave him this great advice. What did he say? Speak, for your servant is listening. And this is a great place to start in 2021. God, God, what is it that you are saying to me? What are the things that you need to remind me of? What are the things maybe you've told me in times past that I've forgotten? What is it that you're calling me to do? What is it you're calling me to accomplish in 2021? And what is it that you want to do in me? And what do you want to do through me? See, we should desire the will of God above all else. Above everything else, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Romans 12, verse 2 says this, Do not be conformed to this world, But be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern or understand or separate what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect. And like I said, the will of God is not the same as our voice. Sometimes we can confuse our desires with the will of God, but we need to understand what is the will of God. Oh, what, what is that good, and what is that acceptable, and what is the perfect? This should be our desire. This should be our prayer. God, speak. Your servant is listening. And let's lean in with intention to the perfect will of God. Last thing, like we started out with, is that we need to lean into Jesus. You're young. You need to lean into Jesus. Jesus. If you're in the middle, I guess I'm in the middle somewhere, we need to lean into Jesus. If you're older, we need to lean into Jesus. Jesus is the starting point of our faith. Jesus will be the journey of our faith. He will be the end of our faith, and we will spend eternity with him. He is the one that's sanctifying us. He is the one that is changing us. And everything flows from relationships. Everything flows from relationships. And the most important relationship in our lives is our relationship with Jesus. Thank God that we have the scriptures so that we can actually have a relationship with Jesus. We can see him as the one who is discipling us, that he is our mentor, that he's showing us how to live, how to understand life, what to say, how to answer questions, how to think about the world, that everything flows from relationships. And our relationship with God is the most important one. In our original text in Philippians chapter 3, it said the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The upward call. We need to press on. We need to press forward. God calls us up. The scripture says that he is the glory and the lifter of my head. He wants us to look up. He doesn't want us to stare at the past. He doesn't want us to be looking down at the circumstances. What is it? It's the upward call. God, I'm looking to you. I want to hear your voice. I want to know your ways. I want to detox from the world. I want to lean in to your will. One of my favorite Bible verses, and it will be forever. This verse really transformed my thinking about Uh, my relationship with God, what Christianity is, what it means. John chapter 17, verse 3. Now this is eternal life. What, What is eternal life, Jesus? That they know you. What's eternal life, Jesus? It's a relationship. The only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That is why our mission statement is to move people closer to Jesus, because this is what eternal life is. And it's not just a length of time, it's a quality of life. Eternal life starts right now. We are invited into a relationship right now. This is eternal life. This is the life God intended from the beginning of creation, that we would actually know him, that we would hear his voice, that we would say, Lord, speak, I'm listening the upward call, that we would look up to his power, that we would look up to his promises, that we would look up to his grace, that we would look up to his wisdom, that we would look up to know him. This is what he desires for all of us, that we would lean in to Jesus like never before, hungering and thirsting after God. Let's just pray this morning. God, we just thank you for your goodness today. We're so thankful for your word. God, we lean in with every aspect of our lives this morning. We lean in spiritually and physically with our time, with our effort, with our resources. God, we lean into you today because you are calling us to press on. You're calling us to move forward. You're calling us to run our race. God, we purpose to not let 2021 to happen to us that we are gonna take your kingdom ways, your kingdom thoughts, your kingdom principles, and live those out in victory in 2021. Come what may in 2021, that we can know you more and more, move closer to you every day. God, we say humbly speak, your servant is listening. God, we want to know your voice. We want your perfect will for our lives. We thank you for that, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, if you are watching today and you have never taken that first step in your relationship with God by saying yes to Jesus, so simple to start. It's what our church is all about, moving people closer to Jesus, that we believe eternal life, life is discovered in Jesus. The gospel, the good news is all about Jesus, that he lived a sinless life. He died on the cross. God raised him from the dead so we could know him for ourselves. So I'm gonna pray a prayer here in a second. I invite you to pray along with me just to start your relationship with God today. Let's all bow our heads and close our eyes. God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that he lived a sinless life. He died on a cross and you raised him from the dead so that I could know you, so that I could experience eternal life in you. So I say yes to that relationship today. I say yes to your righteousness. God, I call you my Father. Jesus, I call you my Lord. God, I purpose to follow after your ways. I turn from my own. I thank you for salvation today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen in. Be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for other messages. For more content from The City Church or to connect with us, visit us at thecitychurch.ca or find us on Facebook or Instagram at citychurchgta. Thanks again for joining us.